Billy had warned me. He said, "We're yeah, we're not getting on too well right now, and and part of it is this car." Okay. Because that does not say that is not a ZZ, ZZ top, top car, car. and right. Eliminator was not a ZZ top car. Okay. And part okay. of the fight was Billy's making a lot of money off these cars. Okay. Yeah. And so from the beginning, Billy said, "You want to step into this Cadillac? This is what it's going to cost you." And mm -hmm. the other guys didn't want to do it. Right. Right. But they wanted. They wanted the return. Back end. Yeah, know? they wanted the return, and, but not the investment. Um, right, yeah. right. We stole the chain link fence from the alley <laughs> behind the studio <laughs> facility there at the old brewery building in downtown LA. We took the bus bench really? off the street out really? front. Really? <laughs> and um, we I'm found sure pallets, I'm found crap here and there. And then I rented a few odds and ends. Um, I rented some neon because it was the 80s and right, you had to have right. some neon. Had to have neon. Got the parts from Boyd. I said, where's the original leftover parts? The, the real grill, the bumpers. The, I'll just hang this shit on the chain like right, fence. Right, right, right. And I got to have a 50-gallon drum and start a fire in it mm -hmm. to uh, let the guys, the, the band, be the bums in the alley with uh -huh. this car warming themselves. Right. You know? Hey, welcome to Car Guy Confessions, brought to you by ARP. I'm Jeff Smith. This is my car buddy, Cam Benzie, and car builder, Steve Strope. And we're going to tell you some stories. I'm going to let it down mid-show. Well, this show. is like long hair yeah. city oh, here, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, this is... Okay. <laughs> Move the fan over here so my hair moves yeah. throughout the whole interview. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll put, if you do that, and I'll then, put my hair down. And there you go. <laughs> and then every once in a while, you can throw it into slow-mo and we'll... <laughs> welcome to the Fabio show. <laughs> We're going to be glorious Bobby, right now. Bobby O's. So welcome to another episode of Car Guy Confessions with Jeff Smith. I'm Jeff Smith. Steve Strope, we have a, we have a guest, Randy Lawrenson. Cam is off doing things Something. somewhere, somewhere. He's probably He's standing about 20 gallivanting. Feet away, he really is, but yeah, we won't. trying to you know, break him off camera. Car. Right. In fact, so, I'm looking at him now. So I, I guess let's start with a, with a fun little anecdote. I'm, I'm moving. I'm moving my entire life back to Iowa. And I ran across this in the process of the move. This is a 50 caliber shell. And this was given to me by a guy named Jeff Holm when he ran HPC Coatings. He walks up to me at, at SEMA and hands me this. <laughs> What's, what am I supposed to do with this? And he goes, this is one of the ones that didn't make the cut. He used to work with the SEALs. And they would have him coat their rounds for their long-range stuff. And this is like a little anecdotal thing there. So just to start Lone this Lone Ranger off, kind of stuff. Lone Ranger kind of stuff. Perhaps this silver bullet will help yeah. you identify me. <laughs> so Now tell them with, what my name is. I did. I introduced you. No, yeah, no we got a guest. We have a guest, Randy Lawrenson. <laughs> so, yeah, a photographer extraordinaire, right? Okay, I'll and, buy you six. And our, one of our previous guests, Leonard Manuelson, you, you worked with him. And oh, then when, when I got to Hot Rod... When they when they mistakenly gave me the the, the helm of Hot Rod magazine, um, well you, you, you got there right after Pat Canal, right? Yes. Oh, I'll have yes. to tell how that happened. Exactly. Well, we should just should we just start there? I mean, why not? Why not? So they give me the book in 1988, Eight. and and Pat Canal had been the editor for a very short period of time, <laughs> right before me, and he came up with this great idea. Called Randy and said, "Let's do a spoof on the SI." Swimsuit thing. Yep, Sports Illustrated. Swims, swim, they swim. were selling millions of copies. Oh, it was just it I was mean, an absolute killer on the newsstand. And and the magazines, my job as editor was to sell magazines. So my every month my life was determined by how well the magazine or how it didn't sell on the magazine. And then John Diana would come in and either we well, would never congratulate me. Never. 
but he would berate me mm -hmm. if we didn't do as, as well as he thought we should have. So Pat came up with this great idea, and then he made one small mistake, which was to tell them what he was doing. And hire me was his, <laughs> his second. And so he told them he was going to do this spoof of the SI thing, and they said, no, you can't do that. And he did it anyway. Yeah, he, when he called me in about doing this, because my background originally in photography was shooting with women, even though I read Hot Rod since I was a kid. But So he knew I had that background and that capability. But Pat called me in, and I'll remember this forever, but he said, what we want to do is like the Sports Illustrated, but it's our April issue, which we do those April Fools. Right. And um, so we want to spoof it, and it's all going to be a joke. And he, he mentioned the thing about one woman with a Miss Piggy mask and a tutu. And, and I just kind of sat there mm. as a freelancer going, no, that's, no. <laughs> that's not going to mm, work. <laughs> that's just not going to, there's no good way to make fun of women wearing bikinis. You right, know, there, there is, right. he got one wish in there that we, that I shot, which was the first thing. The plastic to, palm tree thing? Uh, no, that, that wasn't even me, but it was the, the muscle girl at Gold's Gym. Oh, okay. And, and that, uh, yeah, with yellow. the guy that does uh, Beverly Hills car covers. Much. I didn't pay <laughs> yeah. attention a lot. But yeah, so that was the one placating one I did. But <laughs> so anyway, I, on no, that not that one. I just wrote, wow. After okay. he hires me to do it, I, I went in to see John Diana because mm -hmm. he wanted to be part of, there was girls, he's right. going to be part. And John says, so what are you going to do? And I said, I'm not going to do what Pat just told me to do. Mm -hmm. What did Pat tell you to do? And, and he said, and I, he said, no. We are not doing that. Yeah. And I said, but you're going to have to be the one. I can't tell Pat, you know, yeah, a right. freaking freelancer. freelancer. Yeah. 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 And uh, he said, when's the film due? And now this was probably late September. And so the film was due uh, January 4th. I remember forever. Okay. Did, right, in order to make deadlines for the April issue. And he said, don't show anything to Pat until January 4th. Show him nothing of what you've done. Wow. And, wow. and I said, which is hard to do with him. Oh yeah. Which was very, very hard to do. And so about October, I started up on it and I made a deal with John that we'll go into later as to how he was going to pay me for this. Okay. Cause there was nowhere near the budget that I needed right. hiring girls and makeup sure. artists oh, yeah. on it. And, uh, and I did. I went out and shot it all. Never. Pat kept calling me except the one with the girl, the muscle girl. And um, I kept giving him one excuse. I'm on another shoot. I'm out of town. I'm traveling in Detroit. Or, and I just kept bullshitting him, him. Putting him off. And then I brought it and all. He was probably getting really nervous. He was getting really pissed, nervous, as I know, would have been. And brought it all to Craig Korn, mm -hmm. our director at the time. Our director. Sure. And on January the 4th. And in the meantime, one of the girls I was chasing with. And then we had a really bad episode that we still refer to to this day as the Heidi incident. Uh -oh. For New Year's Eve. Okay. It's another story. But <laughs> so I get a call over that holiday weekend from somebody, this another girl saying, hey, um, I understand you're looking for really pretty girls to do bikini modeling and that you're producing a calendar and shooting for Hot Rod Magazine. And I just did the cover. And so uh, the editor I told me I should call you so that uh, I can get into this. your calendar. And I was like, What? No, yeah. I'm sorry. That, that's uh, that's bullshit. You yeah. know, this is my deal, and oh, and I'm she not. and I don't need any more. Uh, my my wife, good Lord Stevie, mm -hmm. to this day says, and you told me you didn't need any more pretty girls. You got all the pretty girls you need. This is before on the you, phone. You had really before met her. I hadn't met her. Yeah, 
And I've not um, heard this story before. And then I hung up the phone. <laughs> like, fuck you, you know, I don't, I don't need this. And I, I'm done with all you models, and I'm done with, I had a good time, yeah. but I'm done with the, the problems. And um, so I turned in January 4th, and then January 5th, I get a call from John Diana. And he says, what the hell did you do? And I said, what? And he said, what's with this cover? You told me, you promised me you wouldn't do these things. And I said, what are you talking about? And he said, that cover with those guys in the mini truck. And who in the hell said, well, good idea to put a mini truck on the cover of Hot Rod Magazine? Oh, wow. My, I, and so I said. My, my, the eyes in my brain are going. And, I never and now, knew. I don't you know, know this story. He and had, I know the cover and, he's talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Really? And so I, I'm at home at the beach, you know, getting ready to go surfing. And, and I was like, and John says, get your ass up here now. <laughs> it's an hour's drive for me to get up to the office. So, okay. So I, I came into the office and bypassed John's office, ran back to Craig Corn and said, what the hell's going on? What's And in the meantime, there's this gorgeous blonde bent over the light table looking at photos of herself. So as I came in, I said to Craig, who's that? Mm. Who is that? It was Stevie. Stevie. And she's looking at the photos of His her future cover. future wife. My future wife. My still wife. And um, mother of my children. and Not the the, 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 uh, the forcer <laughs> no, of my mortgages to this day. Anyway, anyway, I look on the wall, the art wall with with Craig, and there's a chromalin uh, of my cover that I had shot. It's done. It's been approved. It's this girl in a black and white bikini with a yellow high boy, and she's pulling off a set of coveralls in an old garage that Gray had put together for me. And I'm like, what is John talking about? He goes, uh, you're just going to have to. So I go into John. And there's another chromalin that's a two-page fold-out cover. And he said, and John was, and you, you know, John oh boy. pissed. <laughs> what the F? I mean, da, 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 da. what are these guys going like this on the back of the truck? And, and, and I said, John, I have no idea what this is. And I said, this is so bad. I said, and he, and he said, what? I said, what? You didn't and, shoot and he, I didn't shoot it. And he goes, What? And, and, and I said, well, my chromalin, my cover's hanging back on the wall on the back wall. there with, with Craig. He goes, go get it. So I brought it, and he goes, how'd this happen? Well, in know. the meantime, since I hadn't been feeding the film to Pat, he, he went... He went off and did his own. Went off and did his own. Okay. In the photo studio there at the, at the building. Okay. Which I was banned from. I wasn't allowed in that studio. <laughs> That's another story. Yeah, it's a whole other story. <laughs> Coming for a different time. And... Um, <laughs> and so it turns into this whole thing. And so John got up ranting and pissed off. And he said, what am I going to do? What? And I said, John, well, the first thing you got to do is at least cut this cover in half. I said, then the girl's tiny on the cover. And there's this guy's humping in the back of a mini truck. And like, <laughs> what? You know? And he says, I can't. I said, can you at least enlarge it? Can you get Craig to enlarge this and get rid of this spread and yeah. uh, crop those guys out of the cover? Mm -hmm. So th they did as much as they could. Mm -hmm. And did that, and he and John sat there and pounded on the table, and he said, "This is the last nail in Pat's coffin." Oh boy! And I yeah. said, "John, I'm not here to put <laughs> nails in Pat's coffin. <laughs> I don't and have any said, nails. You don't have <laughs> to put any more because that was the final wow. one." Wow! Mm. And and, um, and to be fair to Pat. Pat's a great guy, he's super a great guy. guy. We're, we're good he's friends. A very to talented. This day. Yeah, and you ought to have him on here. At some we point, should. We know? should because that I'm sure now he'll tell you a completely different story. Of, of course he will, but and that's and that's perfectly okay. That's perfectly. But okay. because of Pat, that, I met Stevie. You met Stevie, and and, and, and because of Pat, then I inherited the title because 
there was a falling out. He stayed on staff. He, he remained on staff as essentially our street rod guy. And then John made me the editor of Hot Rod. So, and to wrap this, to kind of just kind of put the bow on this thing, you know, so Pat put this whole thing together. The company really didn't want to do it, right? But they did it. And, and he was the bad guy. But yet, until the numbers came back. Yeah. And then the newsstand numbers came back, and they just went through the roof, and all of a sudden, Hot Rod's the hero, and I got the credit for it. Yeah. And I had nothing to do with it. it. I wasn't even on staff when all this went down, but in the transition period, I became the editor, and the numbers come out. And, of course, John never gave me credit for no, anything, yeah, of course, well, which was fine. I, I'm sure when the and, numbers came in, it was all John's then idea. then all of a sudden, it was like, well, we got to do this, and they wanted to do it like, twice a year and yeah. was, no no we're only gonna do this one time a year and then we did this for another what four years four or five years four or five yeah, years something like that and i it didn't was marry lot. every cover girl just the first <laughs> just, the, that, just that, the first just the best one. this just the best is one. so fascinating to me because as we've said before since you know i met you in 95 and you put my pile in the, in the book and then i met you not too long after that and and randy here has put up with me many times and with photography shooting the stuff we built that i didn't know this story so I'm fascinated because I know I saw the quick exit of Ganal being a mm -hmm. reader back home. Yeah. And I saw that issue come out. And your photograph that was going to be covers in that issue. It's a girl in the over. Yeah. The yeah. Over it became it's the, the first page of the yellow deuce behind yeah. her yeah. or yeah. next to her or whatever. And so <clears throat> I didn't know. So that now, because I revisit all these books all the time. Yeah. I'm not near the microphone. I'm probably getting yelled at for it. <laughs> so, in fact, they're pointing and waving and keep forgetting that I can't see out of this eye. Oh. They're all over there going, ah. Just tell us. We'll slap here, you. Here, here's the deal. If I'm standing there and a train's coming from this direction. You're not going to see it. Please <laughs> tell me from over We'll grab this. you by the shirt. Probably. Anyway, that it, it's fascinating. And then, as, as they know, they got their numbers and it was a big hit. Until the librarians wrote in. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah. The librarians oh, yeah. from My, every oh. high school oh, and middle oh, school boy. across America oh, were I got, and, and guys with, in prison with this I got, smut. I've still got one letter from a guy in prison that was written in crayon, in oh, no. orange crayon, and on, on the, you know, tear it out of tear the, out of the ring. Yeah. And he wrote in a circle that got cons, concentric circle that got tighter and tighter and little, but how important it was for me to introduce him to this one girl in the magazine <laughs> when he got out in 10 to 12 years. We, we, used, and it was like, we used to get a lot of letters like yeah, that. And but, the one from the nuns. Yeah. Well, see, my mom was a school teacher, so she was a first grade teacher in, in another high school. All but right. uh, by this time, of course, the editor in California and, and she calls me up and she says, Oh, you're getting me in all kinds of trouble. <laughs> you? How am I getting you in trouble? Well, you're putting these, you know, scantily clad young ladies on in the magazine, and then she's getting grief from her local librarian from the high school side of it. It was really funny. So then the following year, the next year, I, I posed in my bathing suit with my daughter, who was, I think, probably like four years old by that time. And, and or both in our Trying to suits. diffuse. Trying to diffuse it a little bit, yeah. yeah. Do, you so. remember, do you remember this before we did the second issue? I haven't even thought of this myself in 30 years, but we went into a meeting about the girls to be used in the in the swimsuit issue, and Wayne Grow was there. The and president of the company was there? Because he's never Mr. Wayne Grow, and you and I were there, and... Craig was there, and we were in, in in one of the conference rooms okay. around this big table, and Wayne Grow was sitting there, and we're, we're all on this here. side. Right, yeah. And he and he said, and I knew who he was, but I never actually had to deal with him, and I knew his right. reputation that, that he was Ichabod Crane, and <laughs> and then that's good, you know like he. That. 
He said at one point, again, I'll never forget this. He said, and this time when you hire the girls, Randy, don't get a bunch of girls that look like chippies. Chippies. That was his term. Because he used that and, more than once. And, and yeah, none of us knew and, what that was. And we sat there and we kind of looked we at each other. And he that used was. that term over and over again. And I finally said, Mr. Wangro, can I ask you a question? And he said, yeah, what's that? And I said, um, what's a chippy? What's a chippy? <laughs> and he said, you know, professionals. <laughs> ladies of the evening. Streetwalkers. <laughs> and, and I said... <clears throat> Mr. I, I remember this like again, you know, I said, Mr. Wangro, I'm sorry, but do you understand that you're using a term that's old enough that we don't understand it? Right. So maybe what you're looking at is new enough that you don't understand it. And you kicked me <laughs> under the table. See, I don't any of like, don't <laughs> say, you know, don't tell Wangro how old he is right to his face, yeah, you know. Yeah. And and cuz um, we were having trouble enough as it was yeah. because and, and a lot of that was just generational. He yeah. was at, he was old enough to be our grandfather. Oh, he was old enough to be dirt. Yeah, I mean, and and just didn't, you know, very extremely conservative yeah. and just and was clearly having trouble with this young I mean, I'm sure he thought of us as just absolute lunatics running his magazine because it really was his magazine yeah. to control. And ultimately he had to report to Mr. Peterson. I don't think Mr. Peterson probably took it nearly no. as, as critical as he did. In fact, Mr. Peterson hired me to shoot, shoot Mrs. Peterson because really? of the swimsuit issue. Really? Wow. I didn't know that either. So one of the things I like to do is always assemble an engine with ARP bolts. And it's not just because they're sponsors, but because it really does work. Um, and and the stuff is fantastic. I never have to worry about it. Steve, you build building cars too. Yeah, right? uh, actually, it's part of my baseline design plan when I'm building a car that's going to be shown or featured in a magazine. It's part of the plan right. to have that little bit of diamonds all over the engine bay or in the suspension. Yeah. Yeah, the stuff is beautiful. I remember uh, a long time ago, I built the uh, first time I ever touched it, 69Z28. All of the uh, water jacket holes had stripped out, yeah. and I learned about ARP studs. So check them out at arp-bolts.com or check out their catalog. You'll find everything you're looking for. Uh, we'd like to thank one of our uh, main sponsors that's been with us for a long time, Alden American Shocks. They make a coilover shock that is very impressive. Uh, you've had you have them on yeah, your Chevelle. Yeah, I got a set on my Chevelle. Yeah. We did a we did a little Jespis Garage video, a, and very cool looking. I mean, with the, with yeah. the chrome exterior, the, yeah. the excellent looking, and you can get them different finishes as well. And but single and adju double adjustables. The adjustability. That's mm -hmm. what I was just going to say is the key ingredient here because you've got something that can be tuned to improve the suspension and ride for that and matter. ride quality and sure. ride height. So so, so uh, very simple. Yeah, you can also just ride height. Yeah, yeah exactly. All very good. Coil over. But yeah. anyway, so go take a look at uh, AldenAmerican.com. And if you use the code uh, CARGUY10, you'll get 10% off. Yeah, that's even better. Even better. Yeah. See, it pays to watch the show. And I'd already done some portraits for Mr. Peterson, which always pissed DeLivo off. Bob DeLivo, the, the well, head, of head of photography at Peterson. And, um, <laughs> he hired and then somebody he, else. He called, Miss, uh, this, okay, another story. But um, Mr. Peterson called me in and he said, I really like what you're doing with some of the girls with the swimsuit issue. And, and um, we're, you know, I had already started shooting a museum. When he bought the building when it was, Orbox, I think. Yeah, I think it was a and, grocery store. And, uh, for the uh, Peterson uh, department store. Yeah. On, and he on, had me go in there periodically and shoot progress on the building to document the building getting changed into a, a museum. Yeah. And then when they were first moving in and putting in the sets, and he had bought a brand new Diablo, and he said, I, I would like for you to shoot Mrs. Peterson the way you've been shooting those girls for the swimsuit uh -huh. issues. And it's like, 
And and she was <laughs> okay. There's there's no good way I'm gonna you know there's no. Well, I remember you telling me that, that that lighting a car and lighting a person doesn't have to be a woman, but it's, yeah. especially with a woman is exactly the yeah, opposite. Two different right? things. Oh, two they different both things. both have curves to highlight, but you do it completely different Con- ways. Do different ways. And I was like, how? How am I going to do gonna this? How am I going to shoot Mr. Peterson's <laughs> wife? Wife. Sexy with his Who, Diablo, and she used to be a model. And she, she was Miss Rheingold, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. back in the back in the fifties. So we did it, yeah. and uh, she, we didn't put her in a swimsuit issue, but she brought yeah. numerous outfits, and then you know put her on the the Lamborghini here and in the Lamborghini there, and well, struggling the Lamborghini probably here. probably loved it. And did it she look good or did it enjoyed not look the good? holy hell out. And and Gigi Carlton was there the whole time, which is Mr. Peterson's personal yeah. secretary. And every time I ever did, and anything, she's still alive. Wonderful person, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful lady. Woman. If you're watching, Gigi, we love you. We love you. And I told her this at the Peterson review re, uh, reunion. I said, "Remember this?" And uh, because she would always be there if Mr. Peterson was being photographed or Mrs. Peterson, mm-hmm. and she'd say, "And remember, don't say anything about your kids." Because I had just started having children, yeah. or my first, my son. Yeah, because and, of what happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And okay, that's a good warning it's for everyone that should, doesn't should we, know. We should tell should, should Mr. We, we should and tell Mrs. Peterson had two boys. Two boys, and they died in a private airplane crash, in, which in, the, in Mr. Alaska. and Mrs. Yeah. witnessed. You know? So yeah. they have, yeah. they had no heirs. So they had, they were, All that they money. were in two different aircraft. In they were, it was a hunting expedition, and. Mr. and Mrs. Peterson went in one airplane because it wasn't wasn't an airplane large to take, take or the, all the, of them all the children wanted to ride together. They wanted to ride right. together, so the two boys. It's and like that, the kids' table at Thanksgiving, that, yeah. and that plane went down unfortunately. Yeah, and, and heavy, that was the heavy that, snow. They were the off. because I'll tell you what, if those boys were still alive, the chances company, are Peterson Publishing Company would, oh, would still, still be, be privately there. owned. Oh, no, would still be privately owned, still making magazines, and probably still showing people how to. How to Back to more cheerful things. Yes. I've got Mrs. Yep. Peterson li- li- strapped over the fender I'm of this sorry, Lamborghini. What? Say that again. <laughs> and, and she. Uh, <laughs> and at one point, I'm looking through the viewfinder Awkward. of my Hasselblad. I'm shooting away, and I said, "Right there, right there, Mrs. Peterson. That's very sexy, right there." And and oh. and in my brain, I went, <laughs> "Oh my God! I just told Mrs. Peterson she's sexy. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! You know, here's it, your right? change and, of address. Right. Right. It's on the way out. I looked over at Jeezy, and and I just tried to pretend like maybe they didn't hear that yeah, yeah, and yeah. keep going keep going and and i thought and, oh, oh my god and i went home that night to and i was t- there talking to stevie who was still modeling and mm. doing some tv acting and i told her i said my career <laughs> is over you know it was already bad enough to try and make mr peterson's wife sexy and then i said it to her <laughs> then, oh my god you look sure. sexy sure. and 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 she goes, oh, she probably loved it. Every uh, woman wants to hear. It. I said, absolutely. no, no, not Mrs. Peterson. <laughs> you know, well, because we, we put her on the pedestal with yeah, him, right? You know, I mean, you know and so you I got the film all developed back in the good old days of two and a quarter transparencies. You sure. know, and here it is, three or four days later, and and Mr. Peterson had called me. How soon can I see the film? And okay, I'll come up whatever morning it was, and I went up to Mr. Peterson's office to show him the film. And if you remember the two and a quarter film sure. sleeves, yeah. you know, pages of them. Yeah. And he brought me into his office and I sat down behind his desk and he had that big sort of leather wrap yep. chair that he sat in. And the windows in the building were all behind him there on Sunset Boulevard. And and he pulled out the sleeves and he started looking at him and then he turned his back to me like this. So you could put him against and, the daylight. And he, and he held the, the things up to Like the, a light box. Yeah, to a light box to look at these photos. And now he's got his back to me in this big wing back leather chair. And he goes, so 
I hear you think Mrs. Peterson is sexy. (laughs) (laughs) And I the blood all drained from your face. I thought (laughs) thought since I was here to show him the photos that she'd never had the conversation with him, (laughs) that this all flew past, you know. (laughs) And and I was like, oh shit! And you just feel, damn it! But this all your manhood go (laughs) shrivel up and pull up into your intestines, you know. And and I thought, oh my god. And then permission he, to die now. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. And then he swiveled back around in the chair and he, and he, like he this, smiled, yeah. started laughing and he goes, She thought that was so fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so but, he was a hero because he hired yeah. you and he and you made her feel good. So that was yeah, a win, and I win told deal, her she right? was sexy. Excellent. Excellent. That's <laughs> okay. funny. I have not heard I that have, story before. I, so I have a question. Okay. Because they're the two of my favorite things on this planet. One, one of undeniably one of my favorite cars on the planet is Cadzilla, mm-hmm. without question. And two, I, I love Billy. He's, as a bunch of people know, he's the, your, the narrator host of my show. Sure. And probably effortlessly the coolest guy that walks the planet. He is <laughs> the same guy you saw in the MTV videos just going like that. That's what he's like <laughs> in his kitchen, hanging out. Yep. He's the coolest, nicest, most pleasant guy so and that cover was epic, and I and I know yes. I've heard different things about. Personally, because I it was, hated the cover. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> I did. But did it you? Was, it was yeah. dark really? and black, right? Because that was a no. Well, we've told right? that story, right? Have yeah, we, we've told that story. Yeah. But but there, there's obviously and and I've if. Well, so well, why do you, why do you hate that cover? Why, why yeah. do you hate because that? I love it because it brought me joy. We, <laughs> I was in the studio again. This is another thing that they couldn't afford to do, mm-hmm. and. Um, with the girls, I ended up trading advertising space for a calendar yeah. that I was going to make. And John right. Diane Vanna saw the calendar and bought them all. <laughs> and so I made more money than I ever would have made. But, um, and, and gave him out his subscription uh, incentives. Yeah. So I thought maybe this can work with Cadzilla somehow. Harry Hibbler brought me in. Mm-hmm. And he, because well, he, he was our publisher. Uh, yeah. Right? Again, and My knew that what I'd done in the past with celebrity bullshit and all this. And, um, and you know, shooting the cars. But he said, um, Here's what we're going to do. I was aware of the car. I'd gone down to Boyd's. I'd been there with, with sure. Gray a couple times. Mm-hmm. One of the funniest things I ever saw. And uh, he said, um, we're gonna, I need you to do this. I really need this to be spectacular. We're going to do this poster pullout, you know, yada, yada, yada on the cover. And I have a budget of $3,000. Oh, which now, is nothing. Yeah. Well, in 19, nothing. whatever that was, 80, 88 or, or 89, 89. Yeah. 89. It was two years after the swimsuit issue. And so um, I knew I wasn't going to make any money out of it. Right. But, you know, I thought, well, this is just going to be fun. And Billy's a super cool guy. And yeah. I'd done some stuff with him with the, with the, the Eliminator. Uh, Eliminator. Mm-hmm. And with this limo that he had built, this 46 Pontiac <laughs> yeah, ugly-ass yeah, limo. And, um, but anyway, so I conned and begged Sammy at Sammy's camera. Okay. Gave him a plug. He's a yeah. wonderful man. Gave me the studio and the equipment for cheaper than he should have. But I still end up losing money on a thing. But we were in the studio for a, w- a week setting up prior set to the up? shoot. Because it was enormously complex. Yeah. And I went to, you know, Paramount. I got the background that you had mentioned uh, that was the space sewer. Balls, that right? was the, the And Spaceballs hadn't come out yet. And so I went, as soon as it came out, I went to watch, you know, when the, the vacuum cleaner and the, the spaceship flies in <laughs> to the maid's ear. Wait it's a minute, that that's tunnel. my there's a, yeah. That yeah, when they're in the uh they're it's in the that tunnel. I love it. I yeah. love this show just doing this all You know where they're in the uh my the, childhood the is now explained. when they go into the yeah. Yeah. sucking that that's yeah. the tunnel. <laughs> and so 
now that's costing me a fortune from Paramount. The studio's costing a fortune, you know, all this equipment. My photo assistant, Jeff Mazzotti, one hung, as Lenny uh, Emanuelson called him. <laughs> and everybody had a nickname. It was Whale Body, one hung. Um, oh, I could, you know, want to know what the other ones are. <laughs> called me Numb Nuts. Um, but he, we stole the chain link fence from the alley. <laughs> Behind the studio <laughs> facility there at the old brewery building in downtown LA, we uh, took the bus bench really? off the street out really? front, <laughs> and um, we I'm found sure pallets, I'm found crap here and there. And then I rented a few odds and ends. Um, I rented some neon because it was the '80s, right, and you had to have right. some neon. Had to have neon, and uh, got some got the parts from Boyd. I said, "Where's the original leftover parts? The the real grill, the bumpers. The, I'll just hang this shit on the chain like right, fence. Right, right, right. And I got to have a 50 gallon drum and start a fire in it mm-hmm. to uh, let the guys, the, the band, be the bums in the alley with uh-huh. his car warming themselves. Right, you know. So, you know, we had we had a week's worth of time into it, and all the rentals and everything else, and then. Uh, Billy stopped by two or three times, and then he warned me about about their manager. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> should we say his name? He's passed away. Mm. But anyway, and he <clears throat> said, and and they weren't getting on. Oh. But he said, uh, now he's going to come down and see this, and uh, just put up with him. Okay. Okay. And he came in and said, "Who built this set? I did. Who owns this set?" I said, "Well, you know, partly the city's." <laughs> Nobody yeah, claims the fence. I'm not sure uh, if the alley, if the chain link fence belongs to the building or to, you know. But um, he said, I want to buy it all because this is going to be the stage for the next ZZ Top tour. Hmm. And I'm like, really? Well, wow. yeah, well, good luck with that, buddy. Yeah. You know, and, um, and he, you know, he made me sign some paperwork and stuff, you know, and, and, uh, and, you know, Billy was there and just kind of nodding his head. Yeah, I just put up with him and whatever. <laughs> And then when it came time to shoot, the day of the shoot, mm-hmm. and now we had uh, a couple of models hired. I'd hired two makeup artists, both of them from Playboy, and okay. both of them gorgeous. One mm-hmm. of them I'd shot for Hot Rod because I knew it was good to have some pretty girls around. Uh-huh. And um, Dusty came in, God rest his soul, yeah. wonderful mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. And and very late in the day, to I mean, to get, you know, whatever, a couple hours late from where they were supposed to arrive, uh, Frank Beard, you know, the drummer shows mm-hmm. up. He pulls up in a white stretch limousine with a blonde under each arm and comes into the studio. <laughs> and <laughs> Billy had warned me. He said, we're, yeah, we're not getting on too well right now. And, and part of it is this car. Okay. Because that does not say, that is not a ZZ, ZZ top, top car. car. And right. Eliminator was not a ZZ top car. Okay. And part okay. of the fight was, Billy's making a lot of money off these cars. Okay. Yeah. And so from the beginning, Billy said, you want to step into this Cadillac? This is what it's going to cost you. And mm-hmm. the other guys didn't want to do it. Right, right. But they wanted they wanted the, return. the back end. Yeah, you know? they wanted the return, and, but not the investment. Um, right, yeah. right, right. So anyway, Frank comes in, and Billy told me all he wants to do is golf. And uh, so he comes in, and he goes, uh, yeah, great, whatever. Where do I stand? And I said, well, Frank, you know, uh, in the back of the makeup room, we got a couple of girls back there to do hair and makeup for you. Mm-hmm. We've got about seven or eight different outfits we're going to try and at least seven or eight different hats for the guys. Yeah. And so go on back. And he said, he goes like this and looks at his watch and he says, you got one hour. Okay. And I thought, what? and I looked over at Billy and Billy is like, <laughs> and I said, uh, Frank, you know, we've, this took a week. 
yeah. and Hot Rod's yeah. planning on this and this and this with yeah. all of this. And he said, you got 59 minutes. Wow. 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 Now, I'm not trying to put out disparaging <laughs> words about, about Frank Beard, but that was my but experience. Now, all of a sudden, you got to hustle now, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, wow. Billy told me to come back, and he said, choose my hat. Choose, choose, choose the hats and, um, and choose the ties, and let's get this done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we did, yeah. you know, and, uh, and then and after, despite all the grief, yeah, it was spectacularly successful done. And then we, I stayed and shot with, uh, with one of the girls mm -hmm. and shot with a girl for the cover and shot a bunch of stuff without all of this was on eight by 10 cameras yeah. back in the days of your grandparents, right. you know, the big camera with the hood big over view your camera. Yeah. 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 Because it had to be blown up big sure. and every, even the small film was two and a quarter, but I'd shot a ton of eight by 10. I got eight by 10 Polaroids laying around to this day. But uh, mm. the the quickie grab shots. Oh, hey, that's kind of cool. Let me get a shot of that. Was with my thirty five. That's yeah. what became the cover. Yeah, all my bust your ass <laughs> do the cool stuff was not the cover. Was a grab shot. You know, yep. just and, just like and like, then yeah. I hear oh, they put the back of the car. Oh fuck, you know. And, and so I thought this is going to be this is going to be a mess, mm. you know, until I saw it. I thought, well, it looks good. Yeah. And, and actually 35 millimeter still holds together well enough for a cover. It does. And, it did back know, then. But, yeah. But yeah. I hated it because I thought I'd spent all this time and effort and money. And well, then you've, you've heard the story on our end. Oh, we yeah. told that story yeah. about how all the grief we went through to, to get that approved because they flat out. And, and we just did an interview with Lenny not too long ago. And, and he talked about Lee Kelly and yeah. Lee Kelly was the absolute savior at that meeting. Cause it was a, the classic deal with Wangro at the end of the table here, the editorial guys on this side, and and the subscription guys and the, and the and the sales responsibility people on that side accusing us of how how could you possibly come up with a worse cover than this? Because yeah. it was yeah. it, it violated all the rules. Yeah. It was dark. It was a it back was, end. It was the back end of the car. It was a Cadillac. It was a custom. There's nothing right about the, this. The, the one thing that you could have done that would have made it worse is if we had to put a number on the car. Because I remember that all the time was no cars. <laughs> With numbers, right, on. right. So we should have put a big white meatball with like number thirteen <laughs> or something. So despite mm. all of their disparaging remarks, mm. Lee Kelly bailed us out because the whole during the meeting he never said yeah. anything. At the end, he goes, "I think I'll let him run with it. I think it'll be okay." And Mr. Wangro said, "Well, okay." And boom, the meeting yeah. was over. And whew, you know, because we were all here, that you know, I was willing to put my job on the line oh. because I believed in it that much. And then it turned out to be, and then the it was on MTV yeah. <laughs> best selling issue. And, of all time best-selling issue of all time and it was a huge success and i'm sure the circulation people to this day are like yeah we don't get that. yeah we yeah we don't yeah we'd like to introduce you to a new sponsor of ours this is in the some friends of ours that were in the print magazine business before and now started their own books we got all chevy performance classic truck performance and modern rotting yeah these are awesome books they've got uh, lots of uh, educational and entertainment things in them and they're even good enough quality to include Steve Strope quality maybe, vehicles. Maybe. We'll, <laughs> He's we'll working see if up I'm allowed it. in there. Right. I don't know. So in the garage media, in the garage media.com. Check them out. Check them out. Get your subscription, sit and read it. And with ARP, it's not just a lot of intake manifolds, uh, studs for heads, right. but they also have a humongous selection of American and metric that we use all throughout the car, even large bolts that we use on the suspension components because you want that same strength, that same durability and reliability, right. plus the beautiful looks. And the and, stuff outside the catalog. Right. They have a special order program where if you're, if you're a builder and you need some special stuff made, they can do that for you. So it's an amazing, amazing company to work with.
So check them out at arp-bolts.com or check out their catalog. You'll find everything you're looking for. Yeah. When when that when that arrived in my in my mailbox, I was like, "This is the coolest thing that ever was the coolest thing ever." And and it because was, we're talking about was, such an earth moving so awesome. deal, can you hear the thunder in the background? I don't know if you can. If the yeah. readers, the good readers lords, uh, chime in. I was like, "Yes, yeah, it was yeah. that good. It was that good." Yeah. yeah. It's, what's cool about that photo for me still is every once in a while, to this day. I'll, go to some hot rod event or go to some guy's house and I see that hanging see on, that the on the wall. Yep. Oh, the poster. You know, the poster. It, I mean, even when I say it to this day, it, it gets me, you know, yeah, because sure. it, it's like, because of all the effort that well, went into and it, it and, and how just, difficult it was yeah, and, and all the things remember that were, it. Yes. You know? And people remember just, it. Yep. It, exactly. Uh, it just, it is, it is bar none. My, my favorite centerfold. Yeah. That was, that was ever in yeah. hot rod and probably arguably my favorite cover that was ever in hot rod. And, yeah. and if I've, I've, I've chatted before, I own every, issue of hot rod magazine and that is my favorite that, issue that, my favorite cover <laughs> I what shot is your was with yeah, was yeah. Linda Vaughn yeah. really with the Oldsmobile with, with, with the Hearst Olds Hearst Olds because I got to go hang for oh, you know, with oh, her wait, want, with, me, um, want me to tell another story with, sure with 80, it was like an 85 Cutlass no, the yeah. black one yeah, the Hearst Olds yeah the black Olds yeah, yeah. yeah. it was one it was one this is before I met Stevie Warren Johnson's car right Warren Johnson's car Warren Johnson exactly yeah, the right the professor the car. I have yeah. no life um that was the second cover actually I'd done for Hot Rod which uh, that happened in quick succession after I sold uh Lenny my first set of photos when mm -hmm. I went into the pillar of all things automotive you know scared to death and 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 showed Lenny a set of photos that he didn't believe I took and then he kept saying <laughs> nice. well, he really took these and then and then he said how much do you want for them and he offered me three hundred dollars, and I said, "I can make that much money." I didn't know who he was. You right. Know? I can make that much money, you know, being a photo assistant. Yeah. Yeah. In town still. Yeah. And, he, and he says, "Well, what do you want?" He said, "Okay, how about six hundred dollars?" I said, "I got that much in costs." Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, which was bullshit, but you know, he didn't know that. <laughs> he didn't know and that. So he said, "So how much?" And I said, uh, "Well, let's double my cost, twelve hundred dollars." And now this is the first time, and and three or four hundred dollars was probably pretty average at the time, mm -hmm. and I sold it to him for twelve hundred bucks. So that established every time I shot something for Hot Rod, I was going to get twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. Four fifty to live across the street from the beach where I surfed. Uh -huh. A month, uh -huh. so a couple that times for hot rod. I was doing yeah, you're living, just, you're living the just high fun. life. Yeah, this you is know? great stuff. But so the second cover Lenny assigned me, which is just a couple months later, and um, just Linda and I and Harry Hibbler came, and and um, I won't even tell you the stuff that went on outside the shoot. But once the shoot was done and over, I had to. to uh, Linda was fantastic. That's all I'll say. Over. Well, she's thank she's, you, Linda. No, she's the ambassador. Yeah, she was. She, really she was. And she was an ambassador to me. Uh -huh. You know, she was wonderful, mm -hmm. and um, she was. She was a lot of fun. And so, uh, I had to catch a plane from where we were there in Florida at the Breakers, where we shot this uh -huh. and where we were staying. Okay. And the cops came. The whole. We, you know, we had a semi out on the lawn at the Breakers. <laughs> and well, yeah, Warren Johnson. Warren Johnson's yeah. semi. Yeah. And then, now, and then they're like. What the hell do you people think you're doing? You know, we're just, I'm just young enough to go like, what? What? You know, we're Hot Rod Magazine. You're like, fuck you. What are you We can do, do whatever about? we want. You know? And, um, and Linda goes over and chills the cops out and mm -hmm. really chilled the cops out and everything turns into a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I'm supposed to fly from there to, for, uh, Moroso's drag strip. Okay. Uh, you know, the, the, the following day. 
to go shoot the car and the truck because Warren had to get there for the drag race. Okay. And uh, and get the, the stuff on the on the actual car shoot done. And so the next morning I'm like, okay, you know, or later that evening, whatever, with Linda, I got to get on the road. You know, I don't remember whatever it was, two or three hour drive mm-hmm. or something. She goes, don't, don't worry about that. And I said, she goes, stay here tonight. And I go, but I got to, I got to get this shot with Warren tomorrow. She goes, don't worry about it, I'll take care of it. So she called up Moroso and um, the next morning and says, hey, we need your plane. <laughs> and he says, we'll send it down. <laughs> so this twin turbo prop, bitching ass, whatever yeah, it was, I don't really know. Really fast, yeah. too. Yeah. And it, it flies in. And so now this is the following day. So it's just <laughs> Linda and I. Harry's gone. Everybody else is gone. And um, let's go over and, you know, we're, we're going to go get the plane. So we drive over and they open up and it looked like Elvis's playpen. Really? Inside. It was a wraparound, <laughs> dark brown, velour, crushed velvet crap everywhere with these big gold 80s lamps that came over and bounced and hung inside from the, the inside it was a playpen that's all that was in there it was like a 70s van inside wow and wow. um and oh riding back any there photographs of the inside of this point <laughs> but rode back there with linda with my Candid camera cases bouncing yeah. around and my yeah. strobes bouncing around and just linda and i in the playpen and then <laughs> and then um we came in and it's like well what's the plan here you know, and how we, I got to get to the damn drag strip at yeah, some point. Yeah. Done. And so she goes, no, look, and the pilot says, he yells back to us. Okay. We're getting close. Don't worry about it. You know, blah, blah. And we're, you know, no seat belts, no, put your tray tables up. It's right, like, right. Get, get comfortable. And we fly over and he does this big U-turn circle and there's the drag strip down there and the grandstands are full on both sides and there's cars lined up in the staging lanes and he radios down to the guys hey we're coming and so (laughs) no they stopped the race tell me you landed on the drag we landed on the drag strip and so we land on the drag strip and i thought oh my god this is this is the bitchiness thing i've ever done in my whole life and my whole talk about a hollywood yeah my old whole 24 or 25 year old self at the time whatever it was and wow. and so we that guy circles it a couple times and you could see the people screaming and laughing and he it, waving and they, they were down there announcing that you know hot rod magazine and linda vaughn are coming in and and so when we landed and then the guy taxis and pulls back up in front of the, all these grandstands full of people and they open the door and bring out this little thing for us to step down and it was i thought this is what it feels like to be one of the a, beatles a rock you know? star I mean, yeah. just, they were going nuts you know and yeah. linda's like yeah 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 this is normal shit don't don't act like an idiot randy and you know and and um, and Amazing. Here we are. We're here to shoot for Hot Rod, you know. <laughs> this and, was a time and, when corporate America understood putting on a big show. Yeah, yep. it was. Yep. It was, and their lawyers didn't say anything you know? about it. Right. And then, yeah. and Linda Today loved the cover. It was the whole thing was just a kick in the ass, you know. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> the wife of a rock star yeah, photographer. Yeah, oh yeah, right? she, yeah. So she's still. I mean, you know, I end up doing quite a few more things with her as the years went by, but she's still to this day, you know, yeah. Was, yeah. always a big hug and yep. big kiss, yep. you know. She's wonderful. Yep. Good grief. How do you top that? <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good story. I, I got nothing. <laughs> what are you going to hand out for uh, Halloween? <laughs> I went to I a bar once. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but those, yeah, those are, I mean, I tell my kids to this day, you know, they know, everybody knows mom was the hot rod swimsuit cover girl. Right, right. But, um, 
they, uh, I tell them, you know, I've told them since they were little, I get hit by a bus tomorrow. Don't, don't cry for me. Yep. You know? yep. Cause, Cause it was a lot of fun and, yeah. the, and it was a lot of work. It was a tremendous amount of work. I mean, was, enormous amount of hours so and everything fun. else, but it was so much fun yeah. too. Exactly. And, you know, I was living at the beach and, and paying for a house and kids and having a hell of a good time doing yep. it, you know? Yep. So it was, uh, it was all, it was all good. You know, it, it, those, you, obviously you don't realize how good things when people talk about golden eras or silver yep. eras or whatever, the good old days, you can look back and you go, yeah. that was a hell it of a lot of, hell it of, was. Lot of fun. Because now, unfortunately, you know, the, 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 the magazine that's left doesn't have a budget mm. and they can't do anything, you know, and it's not their fault. It's the, the parent company that yeah. won't give them any money because we had, but that's that ZZ Top thing. What you know, it burned the budget pretty hard, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and the swimsuit thing also because they wanted me to do it twice, but they would never give us the money to support it, so they were always trying to to milk it to get as much as they yeah. could out of it and not spend any money. And I wasn't very smart, so like the first couple of years at Hot Rod, I thought, well, the only way I can survive here is to stay on budget, right? So I just killed myself to stay on budget. And then what, what would they do? They slashed it, they cut, oh, it. yeah, you know, it was yeah. like, oh. Okay, so after the, after two years of that, you know, it took a while for me to be smart enough to realize, okay, this is how the game is played. Third year, going to the budget meeting with John Diana, and he's, you know, because he doesn't pay attention until it's all over with and it's too late to do anything about it. Looks down the bottom line, he says, you spent money like a drunken sailor. Yes, sir, I did. <laughs> you know, and he goes, I said, look at the numbers. Look at where our numbers are. If our numbers are going up, yeah. Who? Yeah, I could tell. If that our was numbers impressive. Are, yeah, that's John yeah. Diana right now. That's John <laughs> Diana right now. <laughs> You're talking about me, Dan. I mean, he's got a really big drum, and he's got a long stick to hit yeah, it with. Yeah, whack that thing. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, and so I, I spent money because I thought, oh, I'm going to get anything more is for, for you to spend more than you gave me, and then you'll give me more, you know. And, yeah. and that's not, I mean, that's just 101, but I, you know. I'm a kid from Iowa, so it took me a while to figure this all stuff out. But I learned but, that traveling with Len Emanuelson when he was editor, and then and, and with Lee Kelly at Motor Trend, doing all those things for those all those years, and eventually doing all the advertising supplements and stuff for the uh, the car companies with Motor Trend, was that no matter what the budget was, you have to splatter it. Yeah. Because yeah. if if they if don't, don't think that wasn't enough, you'll yep. never get that much again. That's right. You know? That's right. So it's success in a way, but at the same time, it's also, that's what you have to do in order to get it across. And we spent a lot of money. Uh, yeah. You know, we spent a lot of money, but it worked. But it made a lot if of money. We, if we had yeah. spent a ton of money and not done anything with it, then it would have been... Well, I like the swimsuit. We wouldn't issues. be sitting here yeah. talking right now. Yeah, the swimsuit issues are a perfect example. I'd of that be pumping gas in Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> they they beat that concept to death. But but then on top of that, after the I think it was the second issue, Lee Kelly when he was at Motor Trend or Motor Trend at that mm -hmm. point, and he came to me and he said, "This thing is making." serious money and it's bringing in serious advertising dollars and i want to do this at motor trend uh -huh. you know how are we going to do it how are we going to do it you know yeah. and so we did i think it was called erotic exotics or something yeah you know? yeah so we could talk for another couple of hours i mean we got some great talk stories yeah another can of monster yeah. <laughs> i i want to i want to interject before we before we we drop wrap off because just like it was the same thing, just like meeting you and then being honored to be in the book. Uh, since I eat, breathe, breathed, and slept all my magazines, I, of course, knew your name long before I ever met you. So the first time I got to shoot with him, um, what car was that? It was the orange Roadrunner with the white wheels. 
Oh, the, it was it was no, it, not oh yeah, it was GTXR. Don't it's red. No, it's it red, was. not orange. <laughs> but you were close. I okay. don't remember who he is, but I remember, <laughs> I remember the, the cars. Car. No, oh, that we, happens we all shot, the time. Yeah, I don't remember GT, your name, but I remember right, your we car. We shot yeah. GTXR, and uh, and then oh my gosh, I, I just I couldn't wait. We were doing shoots uh, down when you were in like were you in like Compton? You know when the the building was by itself, and, and, and I had to, I walked down yeah. this street to go get something to eat at this. No, it was like a Taco Bell that no. was a bank, and it had and it had bulletproof glass. I shit you not at Taco Bell, bulletproof Taco glass Bell. going in, and I'm like going, this is awesome, kind of in a yeah. frightening way, in a frightening way. <laughs> but we would go down, we'd bring the car down to this to this studio, and uh, it's just it was it was it's we'll just forget them there. Yeah. So it was it was so awesome because. For one, you're flipping out because Hot Rod's shooting your car, yeah. right? You, you, you're having a happy day. And on top of it, Randy is like the greatest storyteller of... <laughs> you now i got to buy another six-pack of beer. All, all, this, all, the, all this stuff that happened from the day, and, and I hadn't heard that, that story. And by the way, if you look up the Hot Rod issue, it's Linda Vaughn on the cover. She's in a red jumpsuit pulling on two strings on the, on the it's, top. And it's classic. Warren Johnson's it's pro classic. stock uh, yeah. 442 cutlasses behind her. Right. Um, but I got to tell you real quick, though, Steve, this is a two-way street because as a kid growing up reading Hot Rod and being part of Hot Rod and those heroes that were in the magazine to me right. as a kid growing up, it, uh, I never intended to become a car photographer. I never had any training to do that, you know. But um, but I went to car shows and my dad raced and we we're always around cars right. and I knew about cars. But the 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 bitchiness thing about it as the photographer was just the opposite of what you said is I get to hang out with the guys that build yeah. these cars and I get to, I get to sit in their cars, yeah. Yeah. you know, cause at the car show there's always rope and right. And fake, but you get to move you know, inside. Yeah, I right? get to sit yeah. inside. You get, you get, get direct to, access. I get to be, I get to touch the car and be part of it. So it was the cars always to this day. It's yeah. the cars. Yeah. I don't, Follow what's the latest greatest bitchiness little XB seventy three what jigamajur that mm. Canon or Nikon's come out with, but it's like I can go shoot that car with it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, and yep. and, uh, and do a fantastic that's job. The and and again, guys like him and some of the other guys that we all know that are out there, you just go, I can't believe I get to play with this yep. car. It was a great you know? time. It really yeah. was. So we'll, we may have to do this again because oh, this is the great, great stories, sure. fantastic stories. So if you like what we're doing here at uh, Car Guy Confessions with Jeff Smith, Randy Lawrence, and Steve Strobe, Cam Benty, and uh, we'll keep cranking these things out for you.